and welcome to Cast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, Richard, maybe. Whoa. We don't know how long Richard will last. Yeah, he's on battery power. So if he cuts off, we'll just keep going. Yeah, like hey, usual. Hey, it might well, be hard. It's going to be hard to follow up from last week. Last yeah, it is. That was a pretty fun. damn good show. Um, I'm still flabbergasted that people actually enjoy listening to seven dudes talking about. Oh, I, I know. Especially where <laughs> the crude humor went sometimes. Um, like Seinfeld. It was absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah, not necessarily crude like, humor. People just couldn't, you know, think of what they're talking before they opened their mouths. Yeah. Hey, Mike, uh, just remember this. With his battery goes out, it's not like he's actually an ex-serviceman, so we can leave him behind. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thank you very much. Well, we're going to do some housekeeping emails, but before we do that, we'll tell you what tonight's topic is. And it does come from an email, but we do have some other emails to, to read over. It says, Dear MiceCast, I have a show topic. You were asking for them. It's plain and it's simple. Why do people come to Disney? Disney is the most attended park in the U.S. at least. So we're guessing that means Walt Disney World. Correct. I want to hear real reasons. I don't want to hear it's the most magical park in the world or something like that. I have my theories, but I'll let you say what you think sincerely, Randy. Well, Randy, I'm going to tell you because it's the most magical place in the world. <laughs> End the podcast. We're done. It's, it's very magical, yes. Good night. Okay. Good night. <laughs> All right. Well, on to some email. We had this really, really special email <laughs> from... Harmony Bell in the DPN forums. And she says, Hi, fellas. Harmony, she gives her real name, but we won't give that out. Harmony Bell in the DPN forums, writing you for the first time. And she's got little um, emicons. Smileys, yeah. All over the place. Okay, now um, you have to tell the subject the email was. Oh, yeah, go R- back. Richard Siding. Oh, yeah, double exclamation points. <laughs> I just finished listening to episode 85, Looking Back Ahead. I wanted to tell you that it was a great episode and three hours, whew, you could have had longer. I also wanted to say see, that Mike, I had a... Yeah, what? Really? We could go longer. He's saying, see, Mike, see? Yeah, okay. I also wanted to say that I had a Richard sighting last year, exclamation. It was late November. My sister and I were at Disneyland for the weekend to celebrate my birthday. On Friday, November 30th, it was very rainy, but not gloomy. We had just finished riding the Jungle Cruise and de- decided to stop in the bazaar shop right across the way. Well, as we were pursuing the multitudes of perusing, plush and, perusing, whatever, perusing. perusing the multitudes of plush and rubber critters, I hear this voice talking to a C- CM at the till. That's a cash hey, we'll register for those who don't know. We'll he was he was very maybe, blah blah like- blah. In a most yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. blah blah uniform, blah, complete blah. with the white hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. He was. Wise, yeah. <laughs> Wait, here goes the best part. <laughs> yeah, this. I know this. This says it all. Yeah. He was conversing about ancient civilizations, how they had knowledge way beyond what we have today, and that only recently we have begun to uncover, recover this knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Mike. You can go. Okay. <clears throat> As I did feel like I was eavesdropping, my consolation was that I could swear that I knew this voice. Oh, as I did feel like I was eavesdropping. <laughs> what did I just say? As you I did, did. Go ahead. Don't listen okay. to Richard. So I set out to gather evidence. I walked past him and did observe that the name tag did say Rich. I also made another observation to myself. If that is Richard, who reminds me of, no offense intended, Randy Quaid. <laughs> 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 and I could see, I could see that subpart. You know the the whole, yeah, the whole, the whole family vacation. The vacation, yeah, yeah. Now Clark, just between my head <laughs> and my brain, hey, piece Clark, of government plastic. Clark, you know, I had piece of government plastics. All I got sitting there between. But hey, you know, that government lands really good stuff out there. Okay, yeah, you just put something up there on the rock. It'll fry real good. As Rich proceeded to leave the shop, my sister and I did also. My sister wanted to head back to her locker, and so it happened that Rich was headed that way also. You could say that we were following slash stalking him because I was trying to get up the courage to ask if he was who I thought he was. But then again, we were just walking in the same direction as he. Needless to say, I never asked. Now I can only speculate. What a wimp I am. In my defense, I didn't think it would have been proper to out him while he was working anyway. 
Yeah, we want to keep him in a closet as long as possible. (laughs) You know, we don't care, but he might have a problem. Oh, well, that's my Richard Siding story. Hope you enjoyed. And And I can't wait to see all of you again at the fest, if not sooner. It says, love, Harmony Bell. Little hearts and little <laughs> smiling face. <laughs> I don't have any of those little things on here. Oh, mm. hang on. All right. We, ha- we have a great big one from a guy named Joe. Um, it's, it's really long, longer than Harmonies. Gets into a lot of detail about our show with um, the theming. And he had a lot of ideas for single day theming, which... Uh, to be quite honest, I'm not sure that would work as well as seasonal theming, but he did give a stab at a lot, a lot of things, which you know are good ideas if you can do them, ramp them up for a day or a weekend. Uh, and he was also, see, one one of our ex-military guys. Oh, uh, he just said he was from Guam. Well, I'm now living in Northern California. Yes. Um, well, and he shares some of our views in the military. And um, anyways, that's a it's a really good email and. Maybe we'll go back and read it in detail later, but thanks, Joe. Uh, yes, thanks, thanks Joe. Joe. It's a really good email. So I don't we don't mean to, to short you on your email, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Coconut Wireless sent us one on those too, and he kinda went off on a whole bunch of weird uh tangents also. Uh like the zombies from Indiana Jones and the Jungle Cruise and uh I don't know. Anyways, well, we we won't go on with that uh, stuff right now. All right, should we get to the subject then? The, the subject. Well, I thought we already did the subject. It's magical. oh, it's over. It's, he's getting uh, money. Yeah. We went three hours last time. We'll go fifteen ten, minutes. Ten minutes. We're done. <laughs> hey, every little bit helps. You know, I'm watching my battery level slowly dropping here. Yeah, you right. can hear it in your voice too. Um, so why do people come to Disney? Anybody want to take a stab at it? Well, uh, reputation. What yeah, kind reputation. of reputation? Uh, I mean, that's that's that. I'm drawing it out like a you know a counselor. You say something stupid <laughs> and platitude like, "Oh, give us details." What do you mean? Uh, How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I guess like a reporter. Repetition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just watch your son get killed in the car. How do you feel? <laughs> okay, reputation, reputation. Um, well, how about rather than say reputation, there's an expectation. Well, that comes from there. All right, so the reputation is if you go to a Disney park, you're going to get cleanliness. You're going to get immersive experiences. As opposed to what, though? I mean, as opposed to, oh, well, let's use our favorite Magic Mountain. Six Flags. Six Flags Magic Mountain. Oh, you're definitely uh, not going to get, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness there. Correct. Um, how about how about a how about an expectation of safety? An expectation. <laughs> you Seriously? know, think, think about this though. No, Seriously. I, told, I totally agree with you. So don't get me wrong here, but to the non-Disney file, a person who just likes thrill rides who aren't into the magic of Disney, do you think they really would look at it the same way? No, I, I would think not. You know, you're, you're, you're probably talking about teenagers when you say those kind of things. I, I mean, are, yeah, are we, are, to, to put forward your um, conjecture, your thought, isn't that being somewhat DF-like? What, the expectation of safety? That thought? Or well, the, the cleanliness of safety, aren't you just kind of being a snob that, you know, no one else can do it? And no, cleanly- no, because there's, there's, um, uh, all right. See, what, see, cleanliness, you know, if a place is, to godliness, no, 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 you know, if the place is clean and looks kept up, then subconsciously you think the ride's not going to fall apart when you ride it. But if it's a freaking traveling carnival place with trash and crap everywhere, then you have to wonder if they can't keep the grounds clean. Are they even doing maintenance on their attractions or rides? Will, will I ride this roller coaster and, and will it leave the track? Will I, you know, die today? Well, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I, trying to put it into perspective I, that, no, you're that you know, we think that way. But do, you know, do the average person? I'm, I would think so. I mean, I, I, I a, go ahead, Richard. To the original concept when Disneyland was built, 
well, was doing a couple different things, and he did a couple things that were very different. He wanted a place where people could come meet the characters. They could come be a part of, quote-unquote, the show that he puts on in the movie theaters and then later on television. And when he actually was preparing to open up the park, he built the television show Disneyland. So it gave an expectation that you weren't just going to a carnival. You weren't just going to go to a carnival ride. You were actually going to see something much more. This was going to be make-believe on a whole much more grander scale. It wasn't just, let's go ride to take a quote off. I'm trying to remember who said it, one of the reporters that opened up Space Mountain at, uh, I think it was uh, Walt Disney World. But you're not just riding a roller coaster. You're going on Space Mountain. So there's a whole different aspect that you're... The, there's just more to it than just a ride. There's a whole experience going on. Right. I, I thought Walt planned it so it could be a place where the families can go together and enjoy it together rather than him sitting on the sideline eating peanuts. And, that's wild. and I think that's the other part of it is it definitely does cater much more to families. It's not just something to take a date to go into uh, you know, the scary rides that she grabs onto and everything. It is something that the families can go to and it has an attraction for adults where it's not just a kiddie ride and it still has an attraction to kids that it's not over their head too much. Okay. That all works for me, I suppose. <laughs> okay, well, that, there we go. That's, that's why. But, that's why. Okay, but, but to, to go down the security thing, how, how safe do you feel when you have to walk through metal detector to go inside a, an amusement park? Does that make you feel safe, or do you think, like, they've had, you know, because the thought that goes to my head is, wow, they've had a lot of problems, now they have to put these things up. And you know what's funny about that, uh, or ironic, I guess you could say? I was listening to the, or I do listen to Character Breakfast, and, you know, there's been a few alleged, I'll use the term that they use on TV all the time when there's actually witnesses that kill somebody, <laughs> uh, the alleged... Uh, abduction at downtown Disney in Florida and some of those small incidences they've had lately, the little pipe bomb and, and all that, they were actually saying that they would feel safer if there were metal detectors. And I wrote them a big, long email kind of going the opposite way, saying, you know, we Magic Mountain here has metal detectors, and what's thought of it is it's not a safe place. That's why they have the metal detectors. Correct. Granted. Security can't find everything, but the majority of the people comply because they're law-abiding. So if the security security tells them they can't have something, if they know they could get spot-checked, I would say most people comply. There are the few, you see them on the, some of the Disney boards, who revel in the uh, getting away with getting something through bag check. You've seen it on the, on the boards. Oh, I'm so happy I got through this booze, or I got you know this through... The line, they didn't check. Okay, fine. You're always going to have those. A metal detector is not going to stop a plastic gun. A no. metal detector is not going to stop plastic explosives. So anybody who really wants to do you damage is going to do it to you regardless of your security measures. Correct. So a lot of it is just to make you feel like somebody's watching out for you. But the metal detector is that next step that makes you think, nah, they've, had, they've had a problem when they're trying to... They're trying or, to plug the holes. Or, or you're at a place that is a potential target. You go to a federal building. Why do you go through metal detectors? <laughs> yeah. You know, not only because there's judges and people they're worried about and you have court cases that people do crazy things on, but people tend to want to target federal buildings. That's full of criminals. Come on. <laughs> you know, courthouse. Well, what? You mean the politicians? Uh. <laughs> No, the politicians. <laughs> well, funny. if you go to <laughs> you go to the Ronald Reagan Building in Santa Ana, it's not all full. I mean, on <laughs> the majority of the day, it's full of law bite. Well, it's lawyers, not yeah. It's it's full of judges and clerks, and it's very small minority of people going up there to you know to do their cases. You know, for the most part, it's it's full of regular old citizens. But, you know, that's where the Tigman Bays and those type of people go to make a statement is at the federal building, right? Uh, we know that the White House and the Pentagon, those are all targets. Um, you have metal detectors. You have defense systems. We probably could say that Disneyland is a target. But do you want to announce it? 
Do you want to say it's not safe here and put up, you know, anti-aircraft uh, Batteries, guns, yeah. <laughs> you know, metal detectors, and, and nobody will come to the park. So there's kind of a double-edged sword going on here as far as security measures. So I, but I don't want to go too much on the side, but that's, I, I find it funny. We're saying metal detectors makes you think unsafe. Correct. Yet some people on another podcast felt that that would make them feel safer at Disney World. Well, well let me finish off this tangent on the comment we talked about, I think, a number of shows back when we were talking about merchandise. You go into the liquor store to go get some, or we call it in California liquor store, the convenience store, the 7-Eleven. We have you go convenience get, stores. There's a difference. There's convenience and there's liquor. But, you, but, we, but we, t- we, t- we call them like a shop here, a liquor store. That has an entirely different meaning in different states where it's strictly to buy liquor. While we'll go into it to go get potato chips or whatever else might be going on. But anyways. Yeah, but we don't have a state liquor store like some states do. But that's what I mean. That's what you go to, like, Georgia. You talk about the liquor store. It's the state liquor store. It's not like the 7-Eleven when we're referring to the liquor store. Okay. Anyways. uh, You go into, you know, some of these mom and pop shops. And you uh, walk in. You get that. You get the friendly feeling and everything. You go into some of the shops and you see the uh, armed security sitting in the side. You're not quite sure you want to be in that shop if they have armed security sitting in there. So, I mean, it just goes on the same thing what you were just talking about. When you see all that stuff, all that uh, equipment start popping up all over the place, it's telling it makes you give the feeling that something is wrong here. They had to put this in here for some reason. I think, I mean, that's my impression of it. I, I was actually almost <coughs> excuse me uh stunned when they said metal detectors i almost fell out of my chair at work i'm like oh i gotta email them on this i i just i don't think they've thought about the other consequences or the you know the other effects that something like that might have on the general public um in fact i already find their bag check an annoyance uh it, it you know, there, I always seem to be in the Murphy's Law line where everything that can go wrong will go wrong and will take longer. That's right. Uh, and especially here at our local home park where they don't have a no bag check line where, you know, you don't have a bag walk on through. I've actually been yelled at trying to cut through and I had nothing. And I, I find that a, a great annoyance. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. But anyways. All right. So. There's my two, you know, the safety and the. Uh, so you're more you're more about safety and cleanliness rather than a family experience. Well, but the reputation of the family experience, I think, stems from those two things. I mean, seriously, as a family experience, as a family man, are you going to take your family to a place that's dirty and unsafe? Um. Well, if it's the son and I, you know, a strip bar <laughs> might be dirty. And, I mean, I don't know. You know? Okay. To ride, to ride rides. You have a place to ride rides. It's dirty and unsafe. Well, well, Mike, Mike, some strip bars have rides there too. Yeah. So we... <laughs> well, think about it. Like the, the local the church. Has... Room. <laughs> There's no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> you go to those local little carnivals, you know, at the churches and stuff. Correct. I personally happen to think those are some of the mo- uh, most unsafe-looking things, and. They're they're not always dirty. They got carnies with big hands and you know all that stuff, right? The kids just can't wait to go and part with their their allowance to ride those rickety rides. And I look at them thinking, God, I would not even want to get on those things. But you take a look. But that goes into the whole family thing and being able. You take a look at those carnival rides. They're for the kids. I wouldn't go on to them. My kids would. My kids are the same way. They loved, you know, spending their allowance on going on those little rides, but they're little tiny kitty rides. But no, no, no. Well, you must go to a kitty fair because the ones at our local uh, Catholic parish are all of them can take full adults. They're not. Kid- they've got like one kitty ride, and the other ones are like you know the pirate boat at at knots. It swings you up, swings you up, almost over the top, not quite. Well, you're, you know, like kind of like the uh, county fair. Type rides. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what he said the, at the church. That's what I said. Yeah, church. the church. Not the oh. not the little pony ride in the mall. You know, we're sorry, not talking sorry, about. Sorry, that. that's 
Sorry, the church down the the church here doesn't have all those big fancy rides. We have the little pony rides well, here. You, li- you live in Anaheim, you know, the press community. <laughs> yeah, why bother? Uh, right yeah. Disneyland in the neighborhood. Sorry. Why bother? <laughs> Sorry, it's an Orthodox church. What can I say? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's my take. You know, I don't. You know, I'd like to hear what you think. Is the what I think? Yeah. You asked me to start. Well, I guess Dr. Phil, you were the one that was dragging it out of us. Well, remember, Dr. Phil doesn't have to say. He just listens. Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Phil talks an awful lot. Now it's your... And you I do don't too. Listen to, I don't and listen to Dr. Phil. Uh, <laughs> I'm going off the cue of Monk psychologist. You know, he just listens. Only offers <laughs> advice when he needs to. Okay. Yeah, that's so uh, cute. <laughs> Yet, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I. It's to me, it's the no, family it's experience. Like the Junior. Okay, if you want to fucking hear me talk, shut the hell up. How about that? <laughs> Jeez. Um, I wasn't talking. No, it's the typical <laughs> guy who wants to go in elevator shafts up <laughs> and down. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's more funny with that whole comment. He said, as soon as he said it, everyone starts laughing so hard. Well, the funny thing is he kept digging the hole. (laughs) But it was funny the first time. It was funny. Even even before he's digging the hole, it was just so hilarious. No, it was. uh, (laughs) Sorry. And then when Toast said something about uh, keeping it in the family... (laughs) And Chris is like, well, that's the way you roll. (laughs) (laughs) And I was listening to it the last two days at work. And I'm just writing. I'm doing minutes, you know, meeting minutes. I'm just writing notes. And I would have to stop. I was laughing so hard. I'd look behind me to see if anybody's looking at me because I just, I was like being there again. And I I almost, I was like crying. I was laughing so hard. And that's got to be one of the funniest shows we have. Oh, man. Ever done? Yeah, we had seven dudes that think alike in the same. Oh my god, that is scary. <laughs> uh, uh, very, and, a lot of fun. <laughs> Sorry, there's a tangent. We're referring to our last show. If you haven't, if you don't know what you guys have a week to listen to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. our longest show. We we definitely wanted to make it a long show. Three hours twenty. Yeah, we didn't uh, fail in eight hours four. Anyway, so uh, what were you saying there? Greg. I forgot Richard interrupted me and I had to go somewhere else. Um, I think it's the family, you know, it, it's the family experience. It's the wholesomeness that, you know, if you grew up as a kid with that's Disney, okay. that's a good term, you know, and you grew up with uncle Walt on the TV, though. I never called him uncle Walt. I guess a lot of people, uh, did that kind of a thing. Uh, you know, you go there because there's some familiarity with your youth. I think your, your parents took you there. You want to take your kids there so they can experience what you experienced. Uh, though I do hope that things change a little bit, though I miss things. I would hope that my kids aren't still experiencing something that's 50 years old, that they can get some new life into some of it. Um, you know, I think yeah. that's, what, oh, go that's ahead. something you touched on right there, what you said, and I think Mike also kind of was bumping around on it, is the whole idea of going into Disney there's never a question about is this is there going to be something inappropriate? Is there going to be something that's wrong? Oh, whoa, whoa. There... Wait, the making of me, the Norway movie. <laughs> I mean, we can find a lot of inappropriateness. Um, but anyway, I, I, know never, what I, I have to admit, I never saw making of me. Every time I've been over to Epcot, the entire life pavilion's been closed. It kind of ticks me off. You're not missing but, a whole lot, in my opinion. So you remind, so you tell me. So, but what what about Norway? Norway wasn't that bad. No, uh, no, it's not bad. You you just got to close your eyes and watch that movie. <laughs> and uh, John did a great imitation <laughs> of it. And we got to thank the sick mind of Earl from Trapped on Vacation for pointing that oh. out to us. Um, I don't know that I would have ever caught that except for our good friend Earl. All right, you're saying who me or Richard? Richard now? We I was just saying, you know, unlike going over to uh, other other attra- uh, other parks and other places, 
there's always might be something that's of question on, you know, what might be going in there. And I think, Mike, you were kind of touching a little bit that, too, on your uh, safety idea there. There's never, ever a question when you go into one of the Disney parks on what's going to happen. It's always a... You know how many people have died in Walt Disney World in the last few years? Well, let's see. I had that little book that we kind of all downloaded. Don't forget that. Just actual statistics. Disney's had their fair share of injuries and fatalities in the last couple of years. It's, you know, I'm not saying it's Disney's name, fault. Name them ride-related. I mean, ride-related where a ride malfunctioned. Um, Big Thunder. One. Uh, Columbia. That's not a ride Two. malfunction. Well, there's a that, combination that, that of was, a few that things. A no, that's not a ride malfunction. That's, that's operator error. There's a difference. Which, well, no. There's, there's operator error. There's maintenance error. There's you know, there was a lot of SLT error. Yeah. There's a there's a combination I, of things that came together at I, one split second that tore I, a guy's head off. You know, I'll, I'll, on I'll, grant, I'll, I'll grant that to Greg on that one because there was a lot of things that went wrong, and you have some guy that was completely innocent, wasn't doing anything wrong. That no, yeah, it's one of the rare times when someone actually wasn't actually standing up or being stupid. Now. Being stupid. You know, like the, the uh, Dolly. Long Beach bike and stand up and get your head knocked off because you're going over the tracks there. Okay, now now let's you know let's be fair. Um, there have been a couple deaths related to some attractions that aren't necessarily attractions' fault per se, but the attraction aggravated an existing condition where, on a couple of cases, were unknown to the person. So that's still somewhat related where. You know, it's you got to still take that to account. If it happens at Disney, Disney's going to get the press that it happened there. Oh yeah, that, that so people catch on to that. I mean, I haven't heard that much coming out of Magic Mountain in the last few years like it was way back when we were kids. There were oh, quite yeah. a few things. One of the sky buckets uh, sky fell, buckets and people fell on their down. honeymoon died. Um, right. You know, so uh, you know, was it was it Fabio who got Banged in the head with a piece of the tra- <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a better. It's really, it's just, what is it? it oh, tastes no, just Bob, like butter. Fabio, no. <laughs> he got hit by a bird, didn't he? But he was still on their attraction, right? You can't they keep you safe from a goddamn bird while you're on an attraction? <laughs> um, <laughs> Next thing well, you know, they'll make you wear helmets and face guards on those things. Yeah, Knott's Berry Farm had over at the, their. Uh, wooden roller coaster a piece of the track came off and caught that kid across the face with it yep yep so i'm just saying that you know it doesn't always matter if it's disney's fault or not you still get the bad press that something bad happened at disney i don't necessarily that that's neither right nor wrong it just it's a fact and it's a matter of what happens in today's society um but you know still i feel safer at a disney park than i do at other parks, I'd let my kids run around at a much younger age at Disneyland than I would, or Disney World park specific. As they get older, I don't mind if they hop around parks, um, but I wouldn't feel as safe just letting them run around Knotts or Tragic Mountain. And I think that's kind of what Mike was coming across with as far as the safety, and that's what I was just. Yeah, no, I wasn't. There. I wasn't. It, my correct, Richard. My my angle on safety wasn't about ride safety as much as it was about personal. Personal safety. Yeah, I'm not going to get mugged or attacked. Or, exactly. You know. Well, there's that too. But I, like my kids, like to go to Magic Mountain still. Now, forget that I've got some back problems where I probably shouldn't ride some of those rides. I'm to the point now where I'm like, you know, the oldest one drives. She's relatively respons- uh, responsible. Go with her and her friends. I don't even care if I go. Now, if they want to go to Disneyland, that's more of a family experience. So they may veer off from us. There's more family stuff to do together there than at uh, Magic Mountain. Knotts is getting, it's really kind of gotten to the point where it's more like a Tragic Mountain than it is like a Disneyland. Really? I think so. There's, you look at a lot of the yeah. attractions, you know, they're, they're more adult fun seeker rides, I, you know. I agree. It's since it's, what is it, Cedar Point? Cedar Point, yeah. That has taken over Knott's Berry Farm. It has changed drastically. It, it's just another amusement park. It doesn't have any of the, the uh, 
old family feel that he had when the Knott family was still running it. But I think uh, let's, Those let's Knott's really know how to run an amusement. Yeah, park. you may think that's a smile on your face, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> theme park. Weren't they weren't they making the distinction that it was a theme park? Well, they, oh. yeah, America's first theme park, Knott's yes. Berry Farm. Knott's Berry Farm, though Disneyland will tell you they are, Knott's Berry Farm will tell you that they are. So. Well, that was all right. Came about two different angles. But well, well I don't think I don't think Snot started the charge before Disneyland. I think they started charging after, though they had a theme area that I don't believe they ever charged for it. So you know, you right. might get them on technicalities that they didn't. Um, well, you know, it's not a park unless you charge for it. I don't know. Considering it was more just playing with each other, are they a whole? I don't think there was any real competition between the two of them. All right, so... Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. But one other thing, too, um, and this goes, I think, right to the heart of the matter, why do people go to Disneyland more so than any place else? I think it's the marketing. Uh, Disney people (laughs) are huge on their marketing. Everybody knows... Walt Disney World. Everybody knows Disneyland. I mean, you got you can talk to anybody that's ever heard of them, and they could probably name at least one or two of the other parks around the world. Uh, Richard, but, Richard, Richard, stop, stop a second. At our last show, did you actually listen to anything anybody else said? Yes, I did. Okay, because we just kind of discussed this. Most Europeans these days don't know Disneyland. They know Walt Disney World because of the marketing, and and the Canadians. The Canadians said that they pretty much talked about them synonymously, couldn't really even separate the two. No, you said almost everybody in the world knew about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and I'm saying that's not quite accurate. Because Mark is regionally based on what's closer. Okay, since I said it, let me re-quote what I said. Choose wisely. Let me re-quote what I said. I said... (laughs) Everybody around has heard, you know, of something about Walt Disney World and have heard of Disneyland. And most people that have heard of all those can probably, that have, you know, kept with it, can probably name at least one other park somewhere else in the world that Disney has. Paris, Tokyo, Hong Kong. Thank you. Do you even know where King's Island is? King's Island. It's in Ohio. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Which is a very large park. The reason I remember it so well is because I love that great Brady Bunch episode that took place. Uh, uh. On the Hanna-Barbera characters? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, Gray wanted to get a girl, so he dressed up as a character or something like that, yeah. And then, and then Six Flags has their parks around here, but we, you know, we're familiar with Six Flags Magic Mountain because it's the local park here in Los Angeles or up in northern L.A., uh, I know there's other there's Six Flags over Georgia. I can't remember exactly where it is. There's Six, Six Flags, Flags over Texas, Texas, and all these others. But they're not marketed. I think even let's just take our own Magic Mountain. It's not marketed anywhere near as much as Disneyland is here in California, in locally in Southern California, and in this particular region. Disney just markets so well on so many of these different things and then they have so many different uh hookups the uh with the movies everything else i mean this they always created that whole synergy concept i think that's one of the big driving forces the last time i, I remember say, magic know, mountain being marketed is when they opened the two new roller coasters yeah i can't say that i see a whole lot of disney marketing nice i mean disneyland i saw a lot of Disney World I, I see marketing. Disney World marketing yeah, all the time here. You know, the I think I see more Disney World marketing than Disneyland. Have, have you seen that whole sixteen hundred bucks? You can do it, friggin' Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, mean, it's, let, let's face it. Disney World has been since nineteen seventy one the Disney Resort, Disneyland. Though it it had all it all the aspects that needed to be a resort, and I will say it is a resort because it's right in the middle of a city versus out in the boondocks where you're you're like uh, typical golf course resorts in let's say arizona you're out in the boonies you stay at the resort you don't go off the resort everything's on the resort at disneyland you have the competition of the city 
in other attractions. Florida, when it was first you know, put in, it didn't have that competition. That competition has grown since, but it's still a place where you can go and never leave property just like a resort. Correct. Um, point of clear, uh, clarification, though, is that when Halloween time was out, there was, a, there was Disneyland Halloween time commercials all over the place. Oh, guys just, have, yeah, just as well as the knots and the, the, the Queen Mary's and all the every, everybody that comes crawling out of under a rock to do their, their Halloween stuff. You guys haven't seen any of the Dream Resort ads at all? I've seen them, but I don't think you see them as much as you do Disney World stuff. Oh, I see it. it I haven't even seen the Walt Disney World. I see the Disney Parks, plural. Mm. I see those all the time. No, the, the commercial I've been seeing lately. In, okay, and let me be clear. That's the only kind of marketing that that's really hitting me is television commercials, right? Print ad, pff, you know, billboards. Don't see billboards. So you get close to Disneyland. Um, is this whole family of four can spend a week at Disneyland for sixteen hundred bucks? I mean, Disney World for sixteen hundred dollars. Two adults, one junior, one child, sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So. And that's Disney World. I know, practically every time you turn around, you see the kid waking up and he's getting to go to Disney World. It's his dream. Um, all that crap. You just don't see as much of that for Disneyland. I think it's for the obvious reasons. It's uh, it's it's the long-term resort stay versus a short-term stay. We have a we have a given market here. You don't you don't have to market a lot for Disneyland. Disneyland kind of takes care of itself. With its local market, it's like Kale said, with the local travel, he's booking people in San Diego, San Francisco. I mean, really people within a certain parameter of the state. But regardless, the the ads are still there. Whether they're saying it, they're still putting the Disney name in front of everybody. And yeah, okay, so you're going to see ads for Walt Disney World. Well, right now, I can't afford Walt Disney World. But hey, Disneyland's right down the street, and we can go spend the day down there. You still have the name going out in front of people, and the original, the original question of, you know, why do people go to Walt Disney World? Well, that kind of answers itself right there too. You have all that huge amount of marketing that's going on around it, and they want you to. So they want saying, you to go. Okay, the, if the Walt Disney Company had their way of where you went, they want you to go to Disney World because you're going to spend more money there. You're going to be on property. You're going to be in the bubble. And you're going to be. And you're going to be spending more time there. Too. Yes. Okay. Disneyland. While we all agree that it's, you know, the original and has its own cachet from that, they would rather not have you be there, because the chance of you actually no, they, spending they all day and, and money too. buying breakfast, lunch, and dinner on property. Well, I'll tell you this: we we would rather. Not have them here. No, go home. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to wait in the line. But seriously, you know, <laughs> they, you, there's you're going to get more out of you if you go to Florida than if you come to California. Plain, no, I yeah. totally agree, and I, I think, but you know, you have two different type of experiences too, and I, you know, there's never, I don't think you're ever going to be able to say one's better than the other. The experiences are different, and you see them for different reasons, and. They are what they are. They all, you know, it's it's all fun and games to do these comparisons, but in the long run, I don't think one is absolutely better than the other. They just have their. No, they have their own purpose. They're apples and other oranges. Yeah. They have their both unique. But I think the, going back to the original question, why do so many? <laughs> what, what, people, what is your obsession with the original question? <laughs> I'm just trying to stay on track just, here. It's for, my turn to keep people providing a service. Okay, go ahead, Richard. <laughs> why do people go to attend the number one attended park and that's because I, th- I think that's where your biggest thing is that huge amount of marketing so what and, you're saying is people are suckers and they can't make up their own mind and because Disney says to go there they go there no I'm saying that they can't make up their mind and Disney says hey opportunity hey you can't make up your mind consider this oh consider it again and 30 seconds later, as you change the channel, consider it one more time. Well, you also have the tie-in to all the popular movies. The kids like the characters. They want to go see the movie. There is no place to really go see Shrek like you can see The Mouse or... Universal. Uh, well, yeah, but that's one movie. You don't see it like... 
in the immersive environment where you can see the Disney characters. It's not the same to say you can go see Shrek at Disney World, or I mean at uh, Universal. Universal. So is to say you can see the Disney characters. So there's that aspect where the kids will want to see the characters. You as an adult want your kids to see the characters you grew up with. And then they have the new characters. I think that could be a large part of it. And Disney's all over on the TV and their and their television shows and their cartoons and the movies and, and all that. But I really think it comes down to it's a, it's the family environment, family vacation. Um, sure, marketing, I think, has a part. Would marketing matter to you? Do you need the marketing to tell you Disney's where you want to go? No. No. No, but the commercial that they have right now is fairly effective. Because, you know, if I'm already, you know, wanting to go, and they come along and say, well, hey, you can bring the whole family, and it's less than 2000 bucks." Well, well, you well, can shoot. also type www.waltdisney.com and see that same thing on their, their homepage. Sure. But, you know... Some so people, if some people thinking about going. Some people don't necessarily hit the internet first. Some people are, you know, couch potatoes, and they sit on they sit true. on their ass in front of the TV, and the commercial comes on. You know what? Hey, that's I haven't thinking about that. Now that's so. He whistles, he whistles through his two missing front teeth. He's like, <laughs> "Hey, Marge, you know, I think we can pull the trailer on down to that Disney World place, <laughs> right. and uh, hey, when you maybe you hook up, when you bring there. me another beer, <laughs> go out and get that roadkill and put it on the Barbie." <laughs> And, and you know the question of does the marketing That's affect Richard at MikeCast.com. Yeah, gee, great. Thanks. Hey, <laughs> the uh, the thought of marketing does it affect us? Would we still go to it? Well, I mean, we're there all the time anyway. So well, forget you working. I'm talking about let's say let's say Mike and I'm, I. I'm, I'm saying you guys are both annual pass holders, and you guys are there all the time as well. So. You know, I, I yeah, think I dragged the question. Question not good for us. Question's better for her. It's it's yeah. It's not a good question for us. So. I, I I don't know if I, totally I really agree with that because I'm trying to think of people I know. I've had people ask me, "Why do you keep going to the same place?" And I said, "Do you go to the same bar every week?" And they're like, "Yeah." You just okay. answered the question. You know, I go to where I am comfortable. Fix. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, really it is. You go where you feel comfortable, things you enjoy, and you force it down your kid's throat, and you make them stand with Goofy and take them pictures. They're crying and, <laughs> you know, all that. And if, uh, I saw Mike go through that yeah. with Buzz Lightyear. He just, he was forcing it on his son. You just take your damn pictures. <laughs> you know, and he's like pulling away, and poor Buzz is, you know, in tears practically because the kid wants to, you know, kick him in the nuts and run away. It was, it was a scary sight. And this is what parents do over and over and over. You, know, and it, you say you'll never do it to your your kids because you were forced to do that. And what do you do? But it changes. It's so crazy because one time they'll take the picture, the next time they don't. You know, the, the funny thing is, it, when Greg still worked at Disneyland, and he was and he was all in there all the time. I literally do remember a couple of his kids. He's going, "Oh, we're going to go. Let's go over to Disneyland real quick." And the kids are going, "Again, Dad? Not again?" <laughs> they really were like. They didn't want to go, and I'm going, I've never heard this before. <laughs> I actually don't recall that, but I know the first kid practically grew up in there because I only had one kid at the time, and on my days off, we went all the time. Uh, yeah. The second kid didn't get to enjoy that as much because the first kid was in school. We didn't have that much time, you know, in between all that. Anyways, but, and, you know, it may have happened on occasion. I won't deny that it's, it potentially has happened. There are sometimes I just don't feel like driving. It's like, fuck, I'm home. I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> but aren't you... Aren't... I'm just going to put the slides in the projector. I'll just pretend I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I can go and watch at the Main Street Cinema. Poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Richard, I can't believe you actually said what you said last week. What? That you saw no difference. You must not have watched the full video of the Haunted Mansion. There are such obvious differences in the attraction now. For you to say you didn't see any changes, I wondered if you actually watched the show. Are you only saying that because it's your show? Yeah, he's saying that because it's... If it was no, somebody no, else's show, would you be razzing him so much about that? Yeah, if he said he watched Chris's version and he didn't see any difference. But he may not have said that because I don't even know if he watches Chris's show. But, I mean, how could you not see the obvious differences... In the attractions, there's whole scenes that are different. You know, I, I don't know how you could have missed it unless you blinked and <laughs> fell asleep and, you know, didn't 
finish the whole thing. I just I was just golly, amazed by that statement. Golly, golly gee Willikers, Batman. I guess next time I'm there in the uh, hidden studios, you're just going to have to hold my hand and take me through your video again. I guess but so. I, well, Mike didn't notice the ghost host, you know, sound in the. I didn't notice. Stretch I noticed. Either. Well, I didn't I notice the up whoosh. Oh my gosh! But be, be quite honest, though, Greg, I have to say, in your video, I didn't notice that either, since it's monoral. That sounds stereo. That sounds like Thank a disease, monoral. <laughs> you got monoral. Monoral. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, thank you very much. It is stereo, but no, you cannot. You cannot pick up video what's stereo. I think your video in the haunted mansion is stereo. It's two tracks. It's separating it. It may not be true stereo, but it's coming. Did did, did you record it in stereo with your camera? I believe I thought that recorded in stereo on two tracks. Thought, Am I missing I, something? I, I thought your camera recorded monaural. It's got two tracks when it goes into the uh, editing program. I'll have to listen to it again. Well, you won't pick up that wood, or I mean, you won't. You, there's no way any of our recording devices are going to quite mimic what you hear standing there. It'd be pretty tough, but uh, the whoosh is in there, but you won't really catch it like you catch it. I just mean, if you didn't see the the Escher stairs and the new hallway and, and some of that stuff, then either you weren't really 100% devoted to watching the show, you just kind of had it run and, you know, which I've done with, with other shows, so I can't deny that I've done that. But, I mean, there's just some obvious differences that aren't in ours that I'm surprised you say you didn't see any differences. Oh, you did notice the facade was different, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, you gotta understand the last time I was over in Florida was what four years ago. I, yes, I do know that the haunted mansion in Florida is different from the haunted mansion But I haven't been a connoisseur enough, and I haven't gone through the one enough in Florida to know when they've changed anything than the one in Florida without actually being there myself. Yes, I know there's differences between the different the two different show aspects between Walt Disney World and Disneyland. But not having gone through it enough times to be able to distinct you show me a video and it looks different, I know it's gonna look different because it looks different from ours. It's Florida. But being able to say, oh, but they've changed that whole stairway. Well, I don't remember what that stairway looked like before. There wasn't one. <laughs> okay, well, point. there you go. I didn't know that. You, I wait, watched come it, on. You know better. Uh, uh, forget it. We're not even going into this because I think we're getting into a little horseshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Richard, what's the a, what's a, uh, battery check there for you? No <laughs> <laughs> battery. It's what? I am at. I got it. Okay. I'm at fifty nine percent. Okay, so it's not, not bad. that bad. It's all well. You know, he's not really taxing the CPU and what he's doing. No, and and I got the I got it on power saver. I got the screen turning off in a matter of seconds after the moment I take my finger off, so it's saving the battery off oh, the screen. Okay. <sighs> all right, so do we have a conclusion then? Is there some way we can sum I, it up? I think it's. Well, I don't know. Would everybody agree that the family aspect of the park is one of the big pluses? Yes. Sure. Agree. The, yeah. the personal safety is one that other people think yeah. is a is a strong motivator for going to a Disney park versus a non Disney park. Agree. Sure. Yeah. Now, then again, we don't know that you know, Six Flags over Texas. Or the Hershey Park in Pennsylvania is not more safe than Disney. We're, we're making assumptions based on where our other parks are here, and that Snots has turned out to be kind of gangland, and so has Magic Mountain. Well, uh, yeah, our limited experience in other parks. Yes. Yeah, because um, I got to say that you know we had a chance to go to some other parks when we were in other states and we weren't really that interested <laughs> in going. Um, partly because, you know, we're in an historic area doing our historic thing. It's like amusement park. I don't know, it's just, you know, it's just another amusement park. So it doesn't, doesn't go 
doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, that's that's a good way of, of putting it. It's like if I, I you know, I go to Disney to do Disney, but when I go to Massachusetts, I'm not running around. Like, oh God, where's our amusement park around here? You know, that's not what I'm going for. Going to see the uh, historical significant things. Correct. And could Greg, what are you doing? I can hear all your mouse clicks and scroll wheels. So? so it's annoying. Oh. I like that. So? <laughs> Stop. Um, <laughs> He's checking the latest internet porn sites. What can you say? Uh, actually, I'm, I'm working in Aperture right now, exporting some of the pictures I took a little mini family reunion a few hours ago when I was going to upload them to... I was going to wait to upload until we're off, but I was doing some cropping and exporting. Mm. But now that I've just sent it to export, I can stop if it's bugging you so well, much. may not be just bugging me, you know. Yeah, I already got one email about the beeping that we had on the last show because it was probably my uh, trio. If yours was in the other room because I know it does interfere with uh, phones. Every and once in a while you get a – yeah. Tries it. Well, yeah. no – yeah, checking in with checking in with the network. Your, oh yeah. yeah, you were texting with to Twitter. Yeah, you were texting a, a couple bit, times. Huh? Yeah, but not a not a lot. I don't think. Oh. But anyways, that's probably yeah, yeah. that and the normal communications is enough to cause interference. I, I, when I'm charging it at work, I got to try to pull the cord further and further away from the the ghetto blaster and the the phone because it even goes into the normal phone line. So. All right. Okay, so what was the, okay? So we got we got family aspect, we got personal safety, we've got probably the tie-ins to to movies and the kids wanting to see the characters, um, and there's this nostalgia for people who were brought up on Disney uh, to go back to big, Disney. I'd say after 50 years, at least for Disneyland, I think that's a pretty big factor now. Yeah, there's a wholesomeness to to Disney versus uh, some non-Disney parks. Uh, I don't know if the storytelling goes to the average person like it does the borderline to full DFs, uh, the marginal DFs, you know, those type who the story means a little bit, but uh, it's not well, totally important. I, th- I think the experience part of it, it's, it's more than, you know, like we said, it's not, you're not just going on the ride. You're going up for an experience on certain things, too. No, I know, but there are some people who think going on the Hulk is an experience because it's painted green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could be. Spider-Man. You know? Wait why, why, why does Magic Mountain and Six Flags and those type of places go out of their way to make a Spider-Man or a Batman when there is one or two theming items on it? It draws people. That's right. Correct. I mean, does Batman, do, do the vehicles you ride in look like the Batmobile? Nope. Do you go through a tunnel with the bat on it? Nope. Is it painted black? Yep. Mm. Okay, so I one out of three so far. But it, people respond to that. Superman, let's go. Uh, maybe the Superman ride you're riding in a Superman position, maybe. <laughs> Feet are hanging, maybe, you know. Some of those those lay-down ones. Uh, maybe, that, I don't know. I never rode Superman. Six flags, not or Magic Mountain, I should say. Is it like that? No, you're you're no. just sitting in a car. Okay, so but obviously the name draws people. Otherwise, they'd still be naming them the Revolution, uh, the Colossus, the mine is bigger than yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, the Johnson. I don't know. You know the names draw people, so there is obviously some tie-in and marketing for them also. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. What going off on a tangent? The Johnson, you know, do another Tower of Terror with the shaft going. It would have to be like a Malibuer, yeah, the big Johnson. Yeah, you, you have a fa- you have a family of Johnson rides. You have the kid one. You have the little Johnson for the kids. You know, like which is like the jumping jellyfish, and you know. So. Then for those that are really the Doc Johnson, for those that are really there. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Okay, we've killed yeah, it. Nothing's going to stand up to your shaft. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're not going to live that down. Never. Now, see, well, you now are, you know, Grandpa, <laughs> and we can just call Richard Shaft. 
Oh, perfect. Do you have the Shaft theme on uh, digital content? Yeah, I'm sure I can get it. You should, you should, that should be our outro tonight. (laughs) Shaft. Who's, I wish I could just remember some of the text. Who's, who's something, baby? Who's the biggest mother? (laughs) Shut your mouth. Talking about Shaft, baby. <laughs> we, we, played, we played that in high school marching band. Shaft. I love theme from Shaft. It's a, it's a great okay, theme. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> theme from Shaft. Okay, is there anything else we need to talk about tonight? Uh, well, we have to promote the DPN West Fest with Yeehaw Bob. Yes. The tickets are going fast, so get them before they're gone. And get them before, and it's no fool, April Fool's Day before the prices go up. No, no, up. price goes up before April Fool's Day. Price sale is March 15th. March 15th price goes up. What was April final day to buy tickets is April. Okay, I'm sorry. So March 15th, price price goes up. April Fool's Day is definitely your last chance. No joke. Don't be a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Don't miss out. We had a lot of fun last year. Yes, we did. And we should probably have some fun again this year. I know a couple people have said, well, I'm going to wait and I'll get them a little bit later. Don't wait. Don't wait because now. People are starting to buy, so, and there's only a limited amount of tickets. Correct. Yeah, I think we had an opening day record. An opening day record of what? Sales. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. So. Not that we have a whole lot of years of uh, <laughs> stats and statistics, but I believe we do have an opening day record. <laughs> so, yeah, go out and buy them. Squash Fest will be a lot of fun. Buy them soon. Um, tune in to the DPN's newest member, Walt Girls. Walt Gir- Girls. They're supposed to have a new show coming uh, out soon. That's a good chick show. Even some good guy stuff on the chick show. They're they're drinkers. They're fun loving. They get around the parks. It sounds like uh, you know it's a good show. I've listened to it. So, yeah, believe it or not, I've actually listened to another yeah, podcast. Okay. Something besides your own. Hey. I don't really listen to my own except for my cast to see if we sounded like dumbass as dumbass <laughs> as we really are. It's more of a critique listen, but this last show I I will listen to the last show again because it was so damn yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to put it on a disc oh in the God. car, but I don't know if it'll fit. Oh, that's MP3, it should fit on a CD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was so funny, it was so clear. I got to say I am impressed every time I listen to recordings on on that device with its own mics. I'm just surprised at how clear it is and uh it was just funny i mean you can i can sit there and i can hear where and see where everybody was sitting. correct the stereo fields oh my god you know there's sometimes i could hear three conversations going on you know i'm talking to chris you're talking to toast kale's (laughs) talking to john richard's doing you're talking to me talking to richard (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) And uh, it was it just you know it it's just the funniest thing I think I've ever heard out of one of our shows or some other shows. I mean it's, it was it just blows me away, and I, I I'm glad people weren't walking by my desk because there's a couple times I just stopped. It was just so damn funny. Uh, so yeah, that that definitely goes down in the the history book of Micecast is one of the better shows, if not these. You know, by mentioning that though, we need to. Thank our host for that night, Mr. Aussie John. Well, he's you almost say that, that like he's not yeah, with no, us anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. He's he's the one. No, I'm I'm thinking the host because it's not our ghost host. Wanted, not our ghost host. No, he's the one that wanted us to do that particular show, and he's the one that gave us the gifts, provided us the care package. provided us the care package with that. Uh, what, what do you want to say? The instant uh, attitude adjustments in the bottles there, too. So. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, yeah, though, those were very good. That is some of the better red wine I've had before. I mean, it's, it was very yeah, good. good. Not quite the same. I mean, I'm drinking three three blind moose right now, and it's it's just not as good blind as the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the label looks funny, so I grabbed it. It was... <laughs> It's actually not bad, but it's just not as smooth as uh, that the stuff. The Kudawara Winery. Oh, that's very good. I hope he brings some with him. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be nice. I, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, I'm curious in what that bottle costs compared to 
some here that I've had that are supposed to be decent, and I thought, eh, you know, I guess if you want to pay that much for, you know, wine, but that stuff was really good. If, if that's the equivalent of two-buck Chuck in Aussie, <laughs> Aussie land, I'll, I'll pay two bucks for it, or yeah. two quid or whatever they have down there. What is their money anyway? Dollars. Dollars, quids. Australian dollars. It is dollars. Australian yeah. dollars, yeah. No, not like the Canadian loony and toonies. No. I don't know if they have nicknames for the money because a loony and a toonie are nicknames for the for the Canadian dollar. Well, I think the loony is what the dollars call it. It's the toonies that the nickname for the two dollar coin. Because you know, it's not a, they don't have a paper dollar or a paper two dollar bill. They're coins. Correct. And the reason it's called loonies because there's a Canadian loon on the coin. But, yeah, but, when you, but when you look at the animal. denomination, it doesn't say one loony, it says one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually never looked at it. I bought a few off of them, but uh, they call them loonies and toonies. What do we call our dollars? Bucks, Bucks. I guess. And greenbacks. <laughs> you know, I haven't really heard people Twins. use greenback in conversations Twins. in a long time. <laughs> Sawbuck. You heard the term sawbuck? Yeah, I've heard the term. I don't hear it used very much. Um, (laughs) You know, the reason you don't hear it used too much is everybody's using credit and debit nowadays. Nobody's using money. Dollars. Well, you know, you you hear a Franklin and you hear, you know, something like that occasionally, but. uh, Oh, yeah, the Benjamins. Yeah. Dead presidents. Benjis, yeah. Oh well. Right. Okay. I, I think so. I don't know what the Canadian freaking money's called. Who cares? And Looney and a Toonie is fun for me. That's good. Gotcha. Okay, so on my uh, piece of paper here, I have nothing else to do for this. All right, show. then then we must be done because if Greg has nothing else to do, oh, that's <laughs> what sets a new well, record low. I uh, well, how long have we? Uh, no, I'm not going to say. It's been two hours. No, 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 <laughs> it's been two hours. For two hours. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll look at my own time here. You <laughs> so should we say yeah, good night? Okay. I'll say good night. Sure, if you want to. <laughs> All right, who's going first? I thought good you night. already said oh, okay. it. <laughs> good, good night, Dan. <laughs>
take this sex machine to all the chicks. You're damn right. Who is a man that would risk his neck for his brother man? Can you dig it? The cat that walk about when there's danger all about. Right on. They say this cat shaft is a bad mother. I'm talking about shaft. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. <laughs>